Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven, blew my eyebrows off, we never saw the cat again, been into it ever since. <laughs> I did a bare 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. It's kind of funny. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Somehow they managed to get every creeping freak in the universe in this one plane. Coffee and a muffin. Okay, so I need to establish themes. Maybe banana. That's a good muffin. So just quiet down, my little one, and call me dad. Get some balloons and go to the puppet show. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other's not you. Banana nut farts. <laughs> Did you just watch him click record? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Banana. <laughs> I, I was watching that shit like a hawk. Yeah, but uh, JoJo pulled a Wenzel and just like preempted the intro. I think it's something about this chair. That that spot is definitely where they. It's like the vortex of chaotic energy. Well. Good night, everybody. Yay! <laughs> now let's talk about circumcisions for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, foreskin! Yeah! Oh, yeah, foreskin! <laughs> Look, this topic was brought up by other people. I saw an opportunity to use my stand-up material because I haven't gotten to it in a long time, so I fucking took it. <laughs> and, and you know what? The world is a lot better for it, yeah, I believe. Shammy used his opportunity to workshop his, you know, his tight 10 for the next open mic. And the workshop, that's, that shit was my closer back when I did stand-up. Oh, you know what? I, I was like, when you were, t- when you were saying that, it's like, why does this sound familiar? <laughs> like I said, it was my closer. <laughs> oh, I miss doing stand-up, but they only do it on Wednesday nights here, and I'm busy. Busy, yeah. Watching Razzlin, 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 and also being a um, vigilante by night. Right, and they also do it on Mondays. But I'm busy watching Swim Fan. Yeah. Why don't they just like Thunderdome your uh, face in there uh, via like Skype or something? With, for your <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I remember back when the uh, the the alcove had a open mic night, not open mic night, like a a. That was an open mic night. No, you know, they had a, like a specific, like, you know, a special guest comedian that had his, you know, one man show exclusively on Instagram Live. But this is like literally right after quarantine started. Yeah. Oh, well. oh I do remember that. Yeah. No, I, like, I used to go to those. I ran with a lot of that crowd. And the dude who ran it at the time was <laughs> kind of an asshole. So I don't really like going anymore. And also, you know, just busy. Busy. Doing things. Excitement. Doing stuff. Making content for the people listening to us right now here on Caging Greatness. The show where we discuss the films of Nicolas Cage 46.825% of the time. That average has gone down recently. And uh, this show is not going to help because we are here for a special uncaged episode. We spun the wheel uh, like... Nine months ago, feels like. Yeah, we we we, we <laughs> planned these uncaged well in advance. W- w- was that? It was before the new year, right? Yeah, yeah. we spun it twice in a row. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, and for this one, it was Pat's choice, and so we gather together tonight 
to watch a movie of Pat's choosing. Yep. <laughs> and Pat, why don't you tell the people what you subjected us to? Well, I could have if you didn't shoot your load right at the top of the show. <laughs> well, maybe that's just a random word. Maybe people don't remember swim. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> anybody but us is thinking about the 2002 psychological thriller movie Swim Van. <laughs> oh, we watched Swim Be Fan. realistic, Jim. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah. swimming fans of it. Yep, yep. <laughs> we, uh, and, you know, it, it became an ironic title there at the end. I like. We'll get into it, but I, I swear that movie ended differently. I'm telling you, I remember a different psychological thriller based around fucking swimming. It, it, are, it, are we just like manufacturing? <laughs> I mean, granted, I haven't seen this movie since. Except like 2002 it was, And that was on TV It was switched Because the dude Was the bad guy In this one Or the other That the, I remember The one you're talking yeah, about Yeah Like I'm just gonna look at like 2000 psychological teen thrillers Or some shit <laughs> That's a very specific <laughs> I know And yet it won't work Psychological thrillers Based around swimming I already tried that Actually <laughs> Like a It very, just kept popping up Swim fan A very specific Type of high school Like It's like Jaws and swim fan Those are the only two. Oh fuck <laughs> Who's Who's scarier The great white Shark in Jaws Or the crazy girl And swim fan You well, know I think th- This crazy bitch you know, probably the second the Jaws a run for his money Yeah cause like If you stay out of the water Jaws can't get you also uh like but on the other hand uh, you didn't have to fuck jaws first before it tried to murder you so hey that's an uh. entirely different movie there <laughs> anyway uh quick introduction to anyone who's listening for the first time uh, also want to apologize if you're listening for the first time <laughs> uh to my right is jojo hello my name is charles styles welcome to mystery diners <laughs> None of that statement was correct. <laughs> to JoJo's right is Pat. Hey, everybody, it's Pat. It's my time to shine. <laughs> to Pat's right is Cannon. Hi, I'm also Charles Styles for Mystery Diners. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I, could, I could be doing stand-up right now. Hey. <laughs> No one forced you. Yeah. No one twisted your arm, Mr. Man. You uh, came here of your own free will, and you had a good time with it, and can't take it back. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm I'm Shimmy, and we watched Swim Fan. So, yeah. God, this movie. Uh, let's let's go right into the ratings, such as they are. So, JoJo, what were your thoughts on the 2002 psychological teen thriller, Swim Fan? Uh. For a movie that is definitely a lot worse than Uncut Gems, I was just as anxious because this poor woman, I, I don't mean poor woman, no, fuck her, she, she's awful, but she gave me, like, the red flags gave me so much anxiety, and I'm like, dude, just fucking stop. Like from from the from fucking go, she's crazy. <laughs> like, like uh. but that being said, this movie is. It was a watch. I, I, the editing's bizarre. It's blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's. 
<laughs> blue. A lot of boobs. I mean, if you can, if you can say anything about this movie, it's blue by God. Uh, and it is very 2002. Mm-hmm. The most 2002 movie to ever 2002. And like, like I said when we were watching, to make a movie timeless and that withstands, you know, perpetuity... Coward's work. Coward's work. Make your movie <laughs> as of the air as possible. <laughs> like, I mean, when, like, well, I know we'll get into it, but when they started, like, swimming and the fucking, like, <laughs> drop tune seven strings start playing, <laughs> just like, I, I was like, what the fuck is this movie? It, two stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually like, going to uh, defer to Ken because I would like to say my uh, statement for last. Okay. Sure, I mean, you did do this to us, so yeah. <laughs> I, I like to hear what everybody's got to say. <laughs> uh, first of all, I, I thought it was funny. Like Going in, like I had no idea what Pat's choice was. Uh, he did ask me uh, last night. He goes, you want in on the bit? Do you want to know? I was like, no, actually, I want to be surprised. But uh, tonight, when we were upstairs, and Pat said all he had to say was the year, and somehow, some <laughs> fucking how, I knew what we were watching. I, I did, it was like fucking like it was something cosmic. It was like it was I could smell electricity somehow. <laughs> but yes, I think you just had a stroke. <laughs> That's how the editing made me feel. <laughs> Very but, true. Um, I saw this movie in theaters, to be honest. I, I uh, Somehow the trailers intrigued me, even though the trailers show you every fucking bit of what's going to happen. Um, uh, I actually own this movie on DVD. <laughs> Watching it tonight... Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had a blast watching it with y'all, but all I kept thinking while watching it was, man, I hope Seven Dust got a good payday out of this. <laughs> I, yes. They have a song in this, and I fucking like, oh my God, I forgot. But uh, yeah, other than uh, Erica Christensen being. A very convincing psychopath in this movie, uh, like, like almost too good. Yeah, like other than that, uh, there's, I mean, there's a lot to say about this movie that we will talk about. Maybe, but maybe, maybe <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, all the dice here tonight. I am <laughs> sitting at a, uh, yeah, I gotta go start a half on this one. Fair, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, this is the most 2000s movie to ever 2000s. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was... Like I said, to me, the lead guy, it just looked like Dollar Store Jason Lee. And the crazy girl looked like Dollar Store Kate Hudson. You know, I don't, I don't know if I know what Kate Hudson looks like off the top of my head. We will fix that. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the, the acting was terrible. And the editing gave me a stroke. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I don't know who that is. I always thought Sherry Appleby was really hot because I watched the Roswell show. So, you know what? Was star- that the girlfriend? Yeah. Oh. So, star and a half for Sherry Appleby. <laughs> this movie gets zero stars. But Sherry Appleby gets a star and a half. She, like, she bumps it up. Oh, man, I thought you were talking about Erica Christensen upstairs. Back. You thought like she was the, the one. No, no, no. Sherry Appleby. 
Yeah, but you mentioned Erica Christensen upstairs. Like, I always thought she was nice. No, no, no. I was, I was talking about Sherry Appleby. No, you said Erica Christensen, but, you know. No, I, I, I really didn't. You. I, I no, remember no, I it differently. No, but I didn't do no, that. No, no, I, 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 my that. brain works better I said than you give er- credit for. I didn't, I didn't say your brain doesn't work. <laughs> if, you country, if you country hens are being as clucking, let's I get said, to the man of the Eric hour Christensen here. I Christensen was in The Case for Christ. Oh, The Money in the Bank, yes. Yeah. But you know who else remembers? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm always remembers. And uh, Charles Stiles from Mystery Diners. <laughs> Charles Stiles from Mystery See, Diners. Charles Stiles, Mystery Diners. <laughs> you guys don't even remember your own names. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Charles Stiles. What, is, still, what is happening? So, oh, God. Oh, All right. so, it. oh, no. Okay, so when I came down to the, the Abaddon's murder basement where we record, yes. the tables were all switched around because yeah. apparently at some point, the table where the computer was sitting just stopped. Yeah, it, it stopped giving up. It's giving a shit immediately. <laughs> and it scared me. Like, I came downstairs, and uh, this whole computer was on the floor. Like, drivers <laughs> hanging out. And I was like, oh, no. It's the end of all the shows immediately. But it's- everything... And we just popped everything back in and double checked, triple checked everything, and everything's fine. Yeah, but Thank God. Yeah, but, but like now apparently <laughs> JoJo's, JoJo's mic stand has decided it also is done. It's like, well, if that table doesn't have to do anything, then by God. Man, oh these mic fucking clapped. <laughs> these mics. <laughs> Maybe we should pause until Joe gets her. Yeah, let, let's, let's just. We're going to take a short break for technical difficulties. Auto, help us out. Quit being so fucking lazy. Jesus. We'll be right back. Grace. Class. Style. All of this and more can be found at tpublic.com slash user slash Aging greatness. Show the world that you'll never let anyone cage your greatness. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> we're here. Okay. If uh, we were a video podcast, you would see me with fucking Joker paint right now. <laughs> I, I am about to fucking snap. It's like I said, like immediately after we cut off, it's like everything that can go wrong has gone wrong except for a few things like the past like few weeks and I'm ready to fucking snap. It's just fucking like acme kaboings out of like it just it, it like fucking like turns into like Thanos dust <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if, and, and then like the computer explodes a meteor hit this table crumbles somehow and it's the sturdiest one down here a fucking like an extinction level event happens it's just like god what a, what a COVID-21 I'm just I'm waiting it skipped 20 it yeah. just went straight to 21 <laughs> That's how you know how fucked it is. <laughs> They're like, you know what? We're, you know how it's like the same thing with Samsung. You know how we like Samsung 10? No, we're going to go straight to 20 for some reason. <laughs> Fuck it. Why? I'm Wait, just, did they do that? I think so, yeah. That's stupid. It was I either like uh, the Galaxy S9 or Galaxy S10. They're just like, you know what? Fuck it. S20 for no reason. <laughs> like, wait, why? <laughs> That's dumb. I don't like weird. Like, I'm just waiting on like the foghorn and the cartoon smoke to come out of your ears. <laughs> 
Uh, like my, my face like turns red. It slowly go, rises to the top. And then like when it gets to the top, you hear the ding. What's this? The smoke comes out of their ears. <laughs> like like her, like her head turns into like a like a train whistle. I, the fucking Kill Bill sirens going off. <laughs> wee, wee, wee. Okay, well before <laughs> my tummy hurts. Oh, man, my face hurts. I can't. I can't. I can't. I mean, I can, but uh, damn. Not even ten minutes. Like this is the chair of chaos. Not even ten minutes. It, 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 like that that seat right there is like the siege perilous of the AYC8 scandal. Like, all, all, all right, let's start over. <laughs> Hi, I'm Charles Charles Styles. Welcome to the <laughs> I, promise, I promise we'll explain that bit later. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm Charles Stiles. I'm from Mystery Diners. <laughs> no, fucking Pat's going to be like, you know, boys. You know how I got these scars? Uh-huh. More like, you know how y'all got these scars? <laughs> and I just pull out like a box blade. <laughs> Ow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so swim fan. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> swim fan. Um, uh, a little bit oh, of uh, behind the scenes, how we got to this point. Not uh, the clusterfuck this episode to the origin of this idea. Um... <laughs> Is way back probably sometime last year, Cannon, Joe, and I were all just hanging out talking, and fucking Cannon mentioned Swim Fan, a movie I had literally <laughs> forgotten existed for goddamn over 10 years. And I was like, oh, fuck, brain blasted me in the middle of the night. And then it's been just been rattling around in there like like that like those baby teeth inside of a spray can bottle. And you know what? When when uh, when my name came up on the wheel, it's like maybe. What if a bitch did? <laughs> <laughs> and that bitch, in fact, indeed, sure did. Because uh, <laughs> it's like you know what? I haven't seen this since I was twelve, and which I still remember that. Still remember that day clearly. Now that 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 level of like sediment has been excavated. <laughs> And like this formative memory has been reclaimed by my larger psyche. Yeah, I was like, you know, this movie that's just filled with light shirtless dudes for all the 90 minutes. And like, I'm just sitting there like the Dean from community. I sure hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. (laughs) (laughs) And like, bam, (laughs) here I am now. So, uh, watching it back, you know, like it's, you know, very very painfully early 2000s but like i had a good time watching it and like there's definitely like some very like clunky aspects of it in many regards <laughs> um but i still had a fun time you know yeah. three stars oh well that's true highest score of the bunch there, bud. score mm-hmm. because like because i'm thinking uh, no is this a 2.5 but then like I definitely liked it more than Gross Point Blank, and we just watched that. And that's my dividing line into, like, the lower echelon of my movies. And I'm like, yeah. 
this was definitely I would definitely watch this over that again. You know, sorry, Frank and Amelia. But like I had more fun watching this than that. Yeah, no, gross yeah. point blank is is the definition of mid. Yeah. Like I Yeah, I always thought it was fine. I still like I told you guys I still like it more than Boogie Nights. Small preview of the movie episode of A All you can hear coming up. God, I can't wait for that shit. Um, <laughs> it might be a little hot under the collar on our nineties tournament go through episode. All, uh, all I have to say to that, Jim, is my brother in Christ. <laughs> God's love has patience. <laughs> but it does have its limits. <laughs> Yes. But as JoJo's face just turns into Bob Tomato. But, <laughs> oh, God. oh my goodness! But yeah, like like Pat, uh, it has like if this movie came out in two thousand two, the last time I'd seen it had to have been like oh three oh four when it came out on physical release. Because again, mm-hmm. for some reason, I bought this damn thing. <laughs> like I just like I was in a period where I just like I watch a movie. And I was like, you know what? I saw that in theaters. I'm gonna buy it. And I watch it and be like, sometimes. You just let it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's good to like rewatch shit and, and get a new perspective on it. But like I said, it was it was fun watching it and just just like the just like just how this movie flips in like so many aspects. Like like I'm not gonna say it, but just just how this shit ended was just like had us all like wait, what? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um uh, yeah, but the premise of the movie, you know, star athlete on the swim team, uh, Ben, played by Jesse Bradford, you know, he's, he's got all this good stuff lined up for him. You know, he's ready to start a career, you know, like a pro athlete career, you know, ride to college, you know, with a sweet gal. And, you know, and, but things get a little lost along the way when <laughs> this mysterious girl named Madison who definitely is not a crazy person. Definitely not. Definitely, like, definitely not. Look at her and tell she's crazy. <laughs> well, like, I th- like she does like too good of a job to where she just doesn't turn it off. To work, like even in the scenes where she's supposed to be like all seductive and bring him, I'm, I'm like, no, she's just in, like even I think like teenage me would have been like, yeah, she's crazy. Do you know what it reminded me of? And this is probably the only time that Swim Fan will ever be compared to anything Stanley Kubrick did. <laughs> <laughs> it is like the opening scene of The Shining when you first see Jack Nicholson's character in uh, Stanley Ullman's office when he's you're trying to get the job looking at the Overlook. You see this man on your screen. Your first thought is, that motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, it, it's like, yeah, he hit that kid. <laughs> so, yeah, he uh, he beat the fuck out of his son. He's going to lose his fucking mind. He's insane. Yeah. That man is a crazy person trying to pass his normal for 20 more minutes, and then he's going to just let it go. Yeah. That's the same feeling I got from uh, what's crazy blonde girl. Yeah, and... and- Spoiler, she goes crazy. What? Because, like, she starts to get all seductive on Ben. It's just like, innocuous saying, hey, can you help me open my locker? And which just spirals into this, like, I would say, like, gone girl level of just a, of a woman fucking over a dude. And, and it's just really kind of, like, insane, like, how this a teenage girl is just doing, like, 4D chess, like, of... In, in, inserting herself into this dude's life and then like with this Machiavellian like scheme to like deteriorate his life. And, and she has to be like 
like part in the NSA or some shit. <laughs> like there's no uh, there's no way she would have like this much information in 2002. Yeah, well, I mean it's it's well, a lot early, I mean it's early internet. But, a lot of the uh the reviews derisively called it Fatal Attraction Junior, which is very apt. Yeah. Yeah. That that's all this movie is. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, are you telling me that Swin Fan is the Fatal Attraction? That Jake reinvented It's a Great Gas. Get it out of my head. I was just thinking that. <laughs> it, so those of you who don't know, Jake, what is it? Jake reinvented. Jake reinvented. Okay, it, it's the Great Gatsby, but set in high school. But it's, you know, contemporary ish, like yeah, two thousands ish. So it's just high school. Yeah, but it's like it's the Great Gatsby. Yeah, it, it's, it's like just, the story, but yeah. Okay. So this is like Saved by the Bell, Fatal Attraction Edition. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, swim fair. fan. <clears throat> yep. Swim fan. Dot com. Horse dick dot mpeg. Dot jpeg dot png. Look, how could I have a virus? I downloaded this straight from LimeWire. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, why do I have so many viruses? Yeah, actually, my next wheel choice, fear.com. Oh, but I, yeah, I thought. I mean, it's just my opinion. Uh, I thought uh, uh, Crazy Person was, like, I guess, like the highlight of the movie because at least she played the, the part she was hired to play. I mean, she, she she's definitely like, convincing, like, like a little too convincing mm-hmm. because, like, there's definitely like been people I've known in my life is like they're like obviously they're not well and they're very manipulative and like. She hit a lot of those marks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I bought you stuff. Like, and then when she was like, tell me you love me. We were all just like, no. Nope. <laughs> That's when she starts nope. swimming backwards. You're like, literally, they're fucking in the You start pool. doing the fucking dolphin, right? <laughs> like, literally swimming in the pool. And she's like, tell me you love me. It's like, just get out. Get out. Just mid-coitus. Just like, into the air. He's mid-thrust. Tell me you love me. Immediately has should have gone soft like just immediately like he, he should have he should have done that gift for the guy like throws up the deuces and just fades away yeah like it should have retracted into his abdomen as he ran <laughs> like jumped up and bongo noises on the top of the water as his feet stayed in the same place full on shaggy run out of the pool <laughs> but no but he was in there long enough for this girl to be like you know i'm going to make him my next victim because apparently she has a history of like finding some star athlete and then just like going crazy and just like ruining his life and then killing him before she moves on and and also in this town that she moves into she lives into like a fucking venetian castle like it has like a fucking skywalk like she's just like oh you're here come on in it's like because i guess it's still you know how how you know when one decade leads into another there's a lot of holdovers from like the fashion and the, and the things of the era so apparently we're still in the 90s where people just had gigantic fucking houses yes and it's just like how did anybody afford like these mansions it's like, why do you live in the Jumanji house? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> born, born too early to own property. Born too late to be a TikTok star. <laughs> do, do, do you, born do you, right at the at right time to be a freelance artist. Because at that point you find out that uh, she used to be obsessed with this uh, one baseball player. Do you think her, um, her like, uh, I am handle was baseball fan? Yeah. 85. 
I don't think baseball fan has the same ring to it as well, swim fan. Well, here's <laughs> the thing about that that I still don't get. Like it was it established that she fucked his life over because like apparently they were actually dating. They had nice pictures of each other. So like I almost got the impression that because they were driving, he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. The baseball player. Mm-hmm. That's why he was in a coma or whatever. I got the impression that that is what made her crazy because when, you know, spoiler for the end of the movie, when they pretend to be him, the, the baseball player, she's like, Jake, is it you? Is it you? And she's like all like crazy happy, right? So yeah. like, I don't know, like, is she, does she, is she a black widow or does she just really miss her baseball boyfriend and that made her crazy pants. Hey, she's crazy, so it could be any any number <laughs> of things. It's yeah. called ambiguity. I'm sorry, I'm looking for a character development backstory <laughs> in 2002 that's, Swim Fan. That's on me. Just the way I, uh, just the way her character uh, is veiled throughout, I'm gonna assume, oh, and she was like, oh, didn't have a scratch on her and how, like, the made a point to say that, wow, she didn't have a scratch. Oh, yeah, she totally had something to do with him being in a coma right there. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, like like Kansas. It was like the way they said. Although I could imagine like they're getting into the car and the guy's about to put on the seatbelt, <laughs> and then he thinks about it and he's like, you know, I'm just so tired. <laughs> and then he doesn't. It's like and it's then, like you know, babe. I think we need to take a break. <gasps> what? She just rams into it. <laughs> like Dukes of Hazard off of a bridge. And, and then it like starts tumbling down the hill like fucking Adam Sandberg and fucking Hot Rod. <laughs> all right, let's let's get into Madison's psyche here. Okay, hear me out. All right. She gets she takes a pair of shears to the seatbelt and just like cuts it where it buckles just but leaves like that much attached. So when an actual accident occurs, He's definitely that belt's breaking, and he's sling. I, I, I mean, that's like forty chess. But that's that, how she operates. Yeah, like like how she operates in this movie. It's like somehow she f- found the hospital that he like interns at, and like honestly, given a pretty important job at the hospital, like handing out medication, which like I feel like he had to have a little bit. Like a license or something. I mean, I don't. I mean, I never worked in the hospital, but that seems like a pretty a big job to give like a high school student who's there part time. Yeah. Yeah. But what do I know? This is two thousands. <laughs> like also before um, this Madison person came and like completely like wrecked a dude's life completely. How come? How did he have any? How did he have the time to be like the king of all water? Like he is the Aquaman. He has a part time job at the fucking hospital, and then he goes and like hangs out at his girlfriend's work until she gets off at like sometimes one in the morning. Gee, where the fuck does he sleep? He might be Batman. I mean, he, well, pulled, he, pulled, <laughs> he pulled some Batman in that movie. Well, I mean, he was a 17-year-old. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> in the movie, he was supposed... This 40-year-old man, that clock stopper was not 17. Oh, my fucking God. He was a that clock stopper. hacker... Well, he was probably 17 when he was in Hackers. Wait, wait. Maybe. Wait, clocks... That's a Nickelodeon movie about the guy who had a watch that could stop or not. Stop. And it had the theme song with, made by Smash Mouth. I guess I never saw it. I just remember the poster and that guy being in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just remember. I, I've never seen it either. I just remember the like commercials on Nickelodeon, and they were like featuring this hit new song from Smash Mouth. <laughs> I feel like that was like the last Nickelodeon original movie. That wasn't like a cartoon, like you know. Yeah, it was like oh, let's let's have the Rugrats meet the Walthamberry in the jungle. 
Okay, I, I do feel I owe Jesse Bradford an apology. Yeah. When the movie released, so like when it was filmed in 2001, he would have been 22 years old. Oh, wow. I mean, like he, he's obviously a younger man, but like yeah. there's also the issue of like he has a very prominent like five o'clock shadow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and for as much as we do harp on this, there was a guy I went to school with who was younger than me. And in the like seventh grade, look like a fucking dad. <laughs> like, like I mean, like full beard, fucking just. He had like a wife beater on most of the time. <laughs> he had a family of four, and he was a- fourth grader. <laughs> Erica Christensen was nineteen. Crazy Girl was nineteen years old. Wow! Yeah. At the time of filming, I mean, and like to to Joe's point, like I knew somebody in middle school who had a full beard. Yeah. Like, it's more likely than you think, but also, like, this is still of the era where, you know, the, you have grown people playing teenagers, but it's like, there's a reason because they can't have teenagers actually be in movies because, you know, they're minors and they have to have, like, so much t- school time because they're underage and you have to pay for that school. And it's like, you know what? Let's just get to the clip of this and just hire, like, youngest looking adults. Mm-hmm, just yeah. makes things simpler. Yeah. But, uh, and this this bitch, she just she's crazy, and <laughs> I mean that's basically the movie, and, and the poor and, and his like gir- actual girlfriend does not deserve anything. This poor girl gets like well, she, she gets, gets run, run off the road by a crazy girl, nearly yeah. drowned, like yep. handcuffed to a office chair, dropped in the pool, and she's like, you know what? Maybe we should see other people. And you know why that <laughs> office chair was there? That was the swim coach's office chair. Oh, oh, because <laughs> you know why he had a desk next to the pool, so they could try to drown Sherry Appleby after the fact. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, fucking just like connecting the dots over here. Hey, hey, maybe this movie's more tightly wound than we thought. Because there, there's this Too one tightly there's wound. this one moment in the film where they're at. Um, Ben, right? Yeah, Ben's Ben's house, and he's like walking to his door, and then the camera like moves away from him, pans up to like, oh, hey, look at these two trophies that are up here. These aren't going to be important very soon, and just comes back down. Falls like, huh? Nobody's there. Comes back, camera pans back up. Oh, there's a trophy missing, and his mom's like laid out in the kitchen. Mom, what's going up? Done. He gets clonked. You know what bothers me most about that shot is I see what they were doing. And it was smart to do that. Sure, like it's it's an obvious hand-holding. Oh, there, there's a trophy missing. He's about to get hit in the face. Why would they have, like they could set that house up any way they want. Why did they choose to have that trophy two feet higher than this man's head <laughs> so that the camera has to swing all the way up in a hill shape to catch the damn trophy? Because it's really awkward. Yeah, like, if yeah. It, like if the bookshelf was just a little shorter also if you're gonna have trophies why are you gonna have them that high up i'm just like it looked like the cameraman fucking tripped it, it did. <laughs> yeah. it's like, i mean maybe maybe he's such a good swimmer that he's just running out of room and he's just like trying to find places <laughs> to put his trophy it's like this goddamn ma i got another trophy it's like <laughs> oh damn son put it in the pile <laughs> excuse me while i huff this water because i'm aqualad and while and while we're on the subject of of editing um yes like when we're t- when we get like uh like I mean, you see her going crazy from the get, but when you start like seeing the fucking when he starts like, hey, I don't want anything to do with you, 
she's like, oh, oh. But then the camera does like this weird, like, <clears throat> like choppy. It's not even the camera. It's just edited. It's yeah. like, it's like this shot and then this shot, just two different frames completely in two yeah. different settings, and it's two different takes almost yeah. where they it, move completely. the camera two minute, like two uh, like inches to the left. Yeah. yeah. And there was it, one point where where that happened, and the dialogue was exactly as I'm about to say. It was what what. And that made me think of Butters going, or Jimmy going, can I get a what, 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 what dead? What, what? Like, it was like a fucking hip-hop opener. What, what? 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 Yeah. And I will say, in like, at least that moment, like, the choppy editing felt more deliberate. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like you're, like, in this, supposed to be in the psyche of her as she's, like, breaking. Like, And, and like, some of the shots, like, it makes it seem like what she's hearing isn't what's actually being said. Yeah. But then that whole, that all goes out the window because that happens for other scenes where she's not around. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, Which is like, is this, is, is this supposed to be purposeful or is this just shoddy editing and it's leaning more towards the right? <laughs> it might be a little bit of both because I feel like I, that's more like, you know, I, I can you know look past that. I mean, I, I look past a lot in this movie, obviously. <laughs> uh, for the sake of fun times, but like, there's definitely are mo- moments like when um, when she's dating his the crazy girl's dating the main dude's best friend to like kind of get at him, and he's like, "You're crazy, bitch! I'm out of here." And then like, the camera starts just jerking around, and then too, but I I guess like because she's still in that moment, like it's feasible. But there's like I feel like it was that jerky editing was more prominent in the second half of the movie. Yes. And, and like, obviously yeah. she's going more crazy, but it also just felt like, it honestly felt like they switched editors halfway through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of know, course, the biggest point to think of though, and I think Pat would agree with this strongly, is that the real hero of this movie, because you know, the main guy, he had a rough time, but you know, he cheated on his girlfriend. Uh, he's high school, but still fuck him. Right. The main hero is the crazy girl's cousin who is hard of hearing and super nice. Uh, yeah, like, uh, and also for a split second when he was, like, cleaned up to pretend to be her comatose boyfriend, it's like, no, that's not Mark Paul Gassier. Because <laughs> he, look, he looked a lot like him in that one shot with his hair, like, laid flat. It's like, no, ma'am. But then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But like, but then the rest of the time he looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like we're gonna we're gonna make like this dude look really greasy and awkward. Like his hair's like sticking up, like fucking like something about Mary, just like yeah. And like oh, yeah, is that hair gel. And it's not really mentioned at all. But he's wearing two hair nades. It's like uh huh. That's an interesting point. I don't know if that means anything, but that's there. <laughs> no, see, it makes him different, which is why he's the target of scorn. Because yeah. it was the 2000s. Yeah. Either that or the actor might actually be hard of hearing. Well, he was in that Kiss movie. Kiss movie? Yeah. Yeah, Detroit Rock City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, wait, they made a movie about the song? And then it was like, oh, yeah, they did make a movie about the song. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm just looking because I know I've seen him in things. Oh, I remember he was in Cabin Fever from oh, 2000, yeah. another 2002 movie. Was, oh, the, yeah. the one with the dude with. Um, Boy Meets World yep, in it. That Rider one. Strong. Yeah, because yeah, that's like one of Eli Roth's first yeah. movies, right? Yeah. God, uh, I do not like it. Oh, Eli wow. Roth. I remember 100 Girls. Scary Movie 2? I don't remember much. <laughs> I, I don't remember. American, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, he was in American Pie? It had to been like a small bit part in American Pie because he wasn't any, he wasn't like one of the main castmates, I don't think. 
Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, true hero of the day. <laughs> he knew how crazy she was. Hey, you got to get out of here. She's going to fucking murder you now. And like, you know, he was essential in following her. Uh, but back to my like false memory, I guess. Like, I swear in the climax where after the crazy girl is like caught in the act, the cops arrest her. She shoots the cops, escapes, kidnaps the girlfriend who's just like beat to hell because she got run over by a, by a car like just three hours ago. And so she has her tied up. They tussle in the pool where the girl, where the crazy girl drowned because, like, oh, she doesn't know how to swim. And they, they did set that up. Yeah. But, like, I swear to God, there was some, in the TV version, she came back out of the pool, like Jason style, like, ha, psych, you bit. You know, when, when you kill the bag, when you think you kill the bag, and they come back one last, like, scare. I swear he takes the gun that she sold for God and shoots her. I swear that happened, but <laughs> it's been since 2002, so my mind it may have just filled in some gaps there. I mean, you might have seen an alternate ending or something. By the way, yeah. Cannon, uh, that dude's credit in American Pie was enthusiastic guy. Yeah, I saw that. That still tells me shit. Yeah. I haven't seen the first American Pie in <laughs> so long. But, um, yeah, like, I don't, I mean, that's, that's, entirely possible like i remember seeing like tv versions of movies all the time with scenes that i do not remember seeing in the theatrical version at all and it always fucks me up every time i see it and what's weird is that when i rented this on amazon prime there were two versions of it one the one i rented was three minutes longer than the other so i don't know what was different maybe it's that scene you're talking about (laughs) yeah somehow the one with the with the with like the fucking slasher ending is in the, the shorter version somehow. <laughs> like, I was going to joke and say, um, <laughs> she comes back like Jason style, but but hell, like you just said, you remember seeing that. Holy crap. I mean, I, I might be wrong, but I swear that happened. It's entirely possible. Maybe in like a deleted scene or something. The, or, the, the, just for whatever reason, just like, you know what? Put this on daytime FX. Because why not? Because I, for, for, for example, um, I never saw in Spider-Man Two, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man Two. I never saw the scene where J. Jonah Jameson uh, put on the Spider-Man outfit until one day when I was watching it on FX. Well, because that one was a deleted scene that was re-added for the uh, <clears throat> the the TV ones. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I just remember seeing. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I don't remember this at all. So I was doing a little bit of internet sleuthing while y'all were talking, and it doesn't seem like there's an alternate ending to swim. Yeah, I was just huh. looking too. I couldn't find anything. I know, like I said, that, this might just be a fabricated memory. Well, can we talk about the ending and how just <laughs> how it just <laughs> stops? It, it's, it's very <laughs> abrupt. Like, yeah, they, you know, the crazy girl is dead, and it's like I guess. Sometime later, it's like there's another swim meet where uh, his pal wins, I guess, or somebody I don't know, and he's just like, "Well, that's not me." So he he just walks out of the school, meets his girl in the in their in his truck, and just end credits. Yeah. Which hey. she she was like, I mean, granted, like we've said, she had been through the ringer in this movie, and she just you know, in in the shot, just like looking off in the days. You know, just mm-hmm. just out there. And then you know, he gets in the car. They just hold hands, Mwah. and then she might have been thinking, "Oh yeah, this was the truck that that crazy bitch tried to run me down in after she fucked my boyfriend." Yeah, 
<laughs> just like she's just, she is very sedated on painkillers. <laughs> just trying to block out. I'm gonna guess how this movie took place over the course of a week or something. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, it felt like it. Yeah, and then like people that you know that like I didn't know who they were until like much later in life, like. Uh, Jason Ritter's in this movie. He's, he's one of uh, the main characters, like Circle of Friends. Uh, he has like two lines. Yeah, was this one of his like first movies? Because he does barely anything. I think so. Movie. Yeah, and, you know, like for I guess you, you would think for a team movie, like the little ensemble friends would be more present, but they're not really. I mean, like his token black friend she's like there to help like unravel the plot at the end but like but that kind of comes out of nowhere though yeah like there, there's nothing beforehand that leads you to believe that that's going to happen i mean and the whole thing is supposed to be like ha, ah, i got you bitch but like it's like what did she really admit to yeah well i mean he he did say you killed the dude who's dead and tried to run my girlfriend over, and then she goes, "I did it for us." So, I mean, yeah. you know, oh yeah, that is, that phrasing is, that. is like, it's not great, but it is I enough. Mean, yeah, hey, that, that cop was on the dude's ass like for just as flimsy reasons. So. Yeah, God, I, I hate like uh, I, I hate like <laughs> cop characters who are like that in fucking movies and TV. It just makes me mad. I'm just like. Why are you just being such an ass? <laughs> Don't worry. That's why he got uh, demoted to uh, being a uh, a prison warden in Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> I realized it was the same dude. I was just like, oh, my God, it's beer can. <laughs> Am I the only one here that's watched that show? Well, most of that show? Yeah, I've uh, never seen it. Yeah, no. I haven't seen that episode. I've, I've seen... It, I think that at least the first three seasons, or three or four seasons, I know, and he's the uh, the fucking uh, warden, and they call him a beer can because um, he be yeah. drinking that beer, uh, or he shaped like a beer can. Uh, something on him is shaped like a beer can. It's his uh, dick. Oh, it's his penis. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Actually, it's his parasitic twin. <laughs> oh, God. That's a face. It's Voldemort. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah. It's just like a little tiny person that comes out of his, like, right titty. It's and, just like, ha! And also, and God, when, when y'all uh, told me who he was, uh, I, I don't have his name in front of me, but his friend who ends up dying in the pool, who, like, gets knocked out with the bat in the pool, ends up being uh, Riggs in the Fox uh, televi- television show of Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Who got oh, fired wow. for being a <laughs> shithead? Yeah, man, that show just like slowly turned turned into not lethal weapon. Like immediately after the first season, eh? Well, the first season <laughs> was the first season. Then second season when all the shit went down. So they fired him by the third season when they brought in Sean William Scott, and that was the end of the show. Yeah, because I remember like hearing rumors that like I think like Damon Wayans was also on his way out or yeah, some shit. Like, like he, he was, was done. Yeah, he was tired of the dude playing rigs. Mm-hmm. So like, whoa, we'll fire him. We'll get Sean William Scott. And I hate it because, like, I I actually watched the first two episodes of that show. And y'all know me. I love Lethal Weapon. It wasn't bad. It was not bad. I just, you know, you know, if people are shitheads can't get along, what can you do? Yeah. And plus, like, it's kind of hard to get invested on a Fox TV show because, like, oh, this is neat. Probably won't be here in, like, a month. Yeah. yeah they'll move it to Friday and no one watches TV on Friday and it'll be fucking canceled. And then possibly just, like, with their hands and you're just like, well, why didn't it work? I don't know what happened. They've been doing the same goddamn thing mm-hmm. for 
20 fucking years. I mean, who watches, like, I mean, for the most part, I know some, a lot of people still do, but who mo- ha- mo- does or has time to watch traditional TV these days? Anymore? I know we don't have basic cable. No. Like, I, I get a taste of it when I go visit my mom. And yeah. it, even then, I'm just like, what? There's commercials? Yeah, that's. Ooh, this is stupid. I mean, we do watch <laughs> AEW. Well, yeah, well, but, well, but yeah. that's once a week and on a Wednesday. That's true. I guess because yeah. I'm just, like, used to that. Yeah. And, and it's technically technically streaming. So, but yeah. it's just that, like. And that's the most, like, actual, like, like televised programming. Like cable, like a weekly, I'd say, yeah. Because like everything else is like streaming. I, I think the only people I know that still has like cable on top of streaming are like my parents. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's that fucking like? Pro, what's that damn like uh, men's like whatever protein shit? They're always hawking during <laughs> oh, dynamite. The, oh god! <laughs> what is it? It's not extends. It's like, no, not the dick pills. <laughs> new, new genics. Yeah, new yeah, genics. It sounds like eugenics. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I think they need to workshop that a little right. more. Yeah, it, it, this sounds a little too close to a thing that's bad. <laughs> oh God! I mean, uh, one one bit I did want to mention because like there are just like, there are some primo needle drops in this movie. Mm-hmm. I did want to get to what's on the Swim Fan soundtrack. Yes, <laughs> it, is, it is interesting. It is a twelve song album, and starting off with track one is everything by Shihad. Not familiar. Yeah, uh, got nothing. Cave by Celebrity. Nothing. <laughs> <Still> nothing. <laughs> Slow Down by Wayne. Nothing. <laughs> Shoot three. Yo. <laughs> Negative three here. Hole. That's H. That's W H O L E by Flaw. Oh, I actually know that one. I actually like that song. Yeah, I'm still nothing. <laughs> I I've never heard of that. Uh, Roll over and play dead by Portable Body Code. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. What's <laughs> a new metal band never heard of? Uh, Maybe. <laughs> too much, too soon by Llama. No. no. Oh my god. Ooh. Who the fuck? Are god, these I hope Second and Charles has this soundtrack because I'm fucking buying it. Oh, that's gonna be fucking good. <laughs> Greater than slash less than by Saliva. Oh, we've got some actually, preacher rock know, on there. I actually know that band, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the acoustic version of Deny by Default. Oh, wow, okay. Nah, it's still nothing for me. Uh, I know how to play that song on guitar. It's actually really fun to play on guitar. Black by Seven Dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's when he's running down the, up the stairs. And he starts choking her. And it stops immediately. Uh, <laughs> it was like it's almost like why? Why we, even we need a we need a song for this very short moment. <laughs> but but I hope the guys in Seven Dust got a good paycheck out of that. Uh, but yeah, they got a lot of the back end. Strangely, uh, Down in Me by Allergic. No, nope. <laughs> God, talk about bands that were lost to two thousand two. Yeah, just to the sands of time. Uh, Clueless by Pay to Girl. Nope. Uh, no. Still nothing. Wow. And lastly, Jesus Says by Ash. Nope. No. So I know like what, four? Three or four of? Yeah, because like only eight of these had music videos. And like the rest <laughs> are just like. Ooh. Yeah, Hole has a music video. Uh, I don't even remember hearing Hole in the movie. It might have just been like on the actual just movie yeah. soundtrack. 
But yeah, do you remember that one scene? And I don't know what fucking song it was, but like it's when you hear a whistle and they all dive in. It's just just fucking the most new metal song like ever. New metal, guitars. just a bunch of dudes swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just like you know what we need. We need to drop. Like the drop G seven string, just like this is the shit that like needs to be in like I don't know Last Action Hero two. <laughs> Make it happen, cowards! But no, it's in this movie where where it's just swimming. Yeah. It's just like man, this is just like. Do you know they were like editing that scene? They were just like man, this mm, it's fucking rocks, bro. <laughs> we, we need some hard shit right here, man. Man, I imagine like if this movie was like made in like. Like 2007 or 2008, that song would be like replaced by something by Mashuga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be uh, some funny shit, man. Like I didn't know anybody who listened to this sort of music in high school, except for like one guy, my buddy Jeremy, who got kicked out of the Christian school for listening to that music. Because I, I, I think I've, I've mentioned <laughs> he had the Swim fan album in his soundtrack. It's like this boy gotta go. I think I've mentioned it on the show how like there was a kid who brought in his Third Eye Blind CD and everyone was like, oh wow, that's so cool. Oh, I can't believe you're bringing in cool secular music like that. <laughs> you're such a rebel. <laughs> like, I was listening to I would alternate between Harry Connick Jr. and and then uh, fucking pop punk. <laughs> so I was listening to Goldfinger and Riddling Kids and Blink and and I was saying like, yeah no that's that's super hard you guys and I'm like I like I know my shit's not quote unquote hard but like, compared to this asshole like I may as well be in all black with a chain on my wallet right <laughs> but just like Harry Connick Jr. get out of the way old man. <laughs> Love Harry Connick Jr. Just Junior. like imagine Shim with just like you know the fucking Jinko jeans, <laughs> big ass chain wallet, just this like black shirt in metal font. It just says Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> <laughs> black lipstick, earring, the whole spiel. And, and then he wa- like he has Liberty spikes too. He, he like walks up to like a little kid, like a, a, a fucking underclassman's like, hey kid. You're not uh, punk I, enough I, to know I, who Gary Connick Jr. is. I, I do want. I've God, got, I can't even remember what band I was going to pick for. Have that. you uh, have you listened to his recording of my funny Valentine? It's pretty hardcore. <laughs> it's, it's I, 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 I would 60s. love to see the Periscope into another universe where Shimmy was like the the, the extra as fuck goth kid. <laughs> No, like you just hear, where are you? Like you just hear him coming down the hall from like a mile. Gets like just all the chains and just like metal just clacking against each other. Uh, right. Fuck the Jingo jeans. Right, Jimmy's my- wearing trip pants. <laughs> Like my fashion has evolved a lot since high school. All right, back in high school, I always wore uh, jeans and superhero t-shirts. Okay, and now I'm with it. I'm hip. I wear jeans and pro wrestling t-shirts. You guys. That was you like know, that was we, me in high school we, and now. <laughs> we love a character development. Man. All right. Y'all ready to laugh at me? I'm going to admit something to the world right now. Sure. Uh, so this, look, this, this is a safe space between us and all these strangers on the yeah. internet. Yes, all 20 people who listen to the show. What if some of the 20 people are some of the bands we were just like, who the fuck are they? Llama? Who are you? <laughs> hey. And they're just like, oh. They yeah, no, really they can't. sad and offended. They can't get mad because who the fuck are they? <laughs> See a bunch of llamas with their 
their guitar straps they're very low and they're like spitting for some reason they can only do uh, Taylor Swift's trouble oh okay alright but in, in high school at one point I did modify an actual uh, a chain that was meant for dogs to be a wallet chain. <laughs> and, oh, my God, this motherfucker was, like, dragging the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not exaggerating. Man, Cannon, like, <laughs> I got a sincere question for you. Who the fuck did you have to wrangle with that chain in order to have to carry that around? Just like, oh, old Jethro, he's acting up again. Don't worry, I did wear it long. I was just like, what was I fucking thinking? This is so like, impractical. Like, like, Kenneth's like, like Kenneth's walking down the blacktop to, to get to school. There's just like sparks coming up from the chain. <laughs> like I'm hanging it out the bus back window, just like with Woody attached to it. Just, <laughs> It's, it's like he's moonlighting this like d- d- uh, Ghost Rider Teen Edition. Just like, oh, sh- just yeah. like fuck, <laughs> just ripping the chain around. Yeah, that's a good bet. But I do appreciate the DIY spirit. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, world. But yeah, that, that's a, that's a true story. Uh, story time with that cannon guy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't know if like anybody like that went to school would be like, listen to the show and be like, yep, I remember that shit. <laughs> just get like, He's not lying. Like, I'm shocked and none of the teachers were just like, he can like wrap that around his fist and like hit someone. It's like, I would or never do that, obviously. strangle someone. But yeah, no, that shit was like dragging. It would get hung on shit. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> it's almost as if just that style of fashion is not functional at all. Nah. Because no, I, I kept thinking, like, even as a, a kid, like, how do you wash the pants with all these chains on it? You're going to tear up your washing machine. Because I, like, never owned Jinko jeans, but I did have some, like, like very baggy jeans. And then, like, I saw this video the other day. It's, like, me, like, walking to high school when it's raining. <laughs> and it's, like, starts at the bottom. And by the time we get to first period, it's all the way up to the knees. Yes. It's oh, like, my God. Is it cold in here? Like, I, I knew too many fucking kids in high school. They'd be, like... These, these kids with like the, the ratty ass long jeans like they covered up their feet and then they, like they'd be walking into class with just like, wa- like water stained up to their fucking sh- shins I'm like you gotta walk around all day in that just like mud and shit on it I'm like nah this ain't it chief God, the, the when I was in high school there was only one kid who had trip pants and I remember the last time he wore them he was on the top bleacher Oh no! Fell all the way to the bottom. Oh. Like it, it, it was. It was Adam, Andy Sam. Is Andy Samberg? Mm. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, it fucking hot rod, just going <laughs> down the bleachers, end over end. And the only, or let me rephrase that: the only time he wore them after that is when he turned them into shorts. <laughs> In my high school, we we had a dress code because, of course, we did. Because fuck that school, right? Uh, which <clears throat> so I always wore khakis. And just a, a regular polo shirt, 
like the same three shirts because fuck them. But everybody else, everywhere you, far as I can see, Carhartt khakis and fishing shirts, like the the pastels with the flappy bits in the back. Oh, it gets real sweaty oh, in the sun. Yeah. Wow, fuck just that. that. Fucking just like Magellan shirts. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then like when I'd see them outside of school. They'd wear the same goddamn thing. Like, I've switched to jeans and a T-shirt because, yeah. you know, I was the rebellious one in my <laughs> high school, which, <laughs> that's right, I'm a pretty tough cookie. Yeah, uh, yeah they'd still wear the fucking fishing shirts. and Because that, because that kind of shirt counts as, like, a nice shirt It was a button-down. It was within school. I did have one friend who I miss because I, I enjoyed his company. He showed up on his last day senior year. In a button-down Dragon Ball Z print shirt, with, oh, like Super Saiyan Goku and Vegeta. I remember like so, the fucking like button-up white Dragon yeah. Ball, like full print. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh god, take me back. Shout out to my buddy Judson. I missed him. Man, I, I lucked out. Uh, I believe after my senior year, um, my school instituted uniforms. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, like had to be khakis, jeans, and one of three different color polos had to be tucked in, all that shit. Because when I was there, like I, I think it started either freshman or junior year for me, but we had to start wearing ID tags. Jesus. What? What school yeah. did you go to? I went to a public school. I went to Grenada High School in Mississippi. Why did you? Why did you? That's some fucking 1984 shit. And then like, after I left, they put in like like uh, metal detectors and shit. Like, God, oh. God, I thought our school was the Gestapo <laughs> with fucking, like, if you wore a hat indoors, they, they would just, like, fucking, like, take no, no, no. your knees out from No, 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 they were hardcore about hats there, too. You couldn't wear them. You it's couldn't so, fucking wear them. Which is so fucking stupid. No, I'm like, just like, what is, like, me wearing a baseball cap inside going to do? Like, what, what, what laws am I breaking? We couldn't have backpacks when I was in high school. Not even the clear mesh ones? No. We had to carry everything around. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's really I mean, we had lockers, up. you know, but God forbid if you had a lot of fucking homework that day, you had to take a lot of shit home with you. Uh, I learned how to carry a lot of shit in my day. You should have just shown up with a suitcase, like full-on luggage and shit. I wish I could have. It would have yeah. been great. Like, like it's just a clear fucking plastic, like, briefcase. I mean, you can see everything. <laughs> you see that? Just roll, just, just roll up in there like a fucking Walmart bag. Yeah, this, <laughs> like, fuck y'all, this sucks. Like, I'm tired of carrying all this shit. Because, God, like, I remember, like, it was either, like, the end of my middle school or beginning of high school, they implemented the clear and mesh backpack rule. And I was like, this is dumb. And then no one did it. And so it was like, why is this rule even a thing? Because I, I, like, at a certain point, I stopped carrying Because I remember that was after... My I graduated. I think my sister she got caught up in the you know, we're have a, a master clear backpack. And like, guess what? They're not good for backpack because they're not structurally sound in any way. No, they, they they always like broke down, especially like the mesh ones and then like the fucking clear ones. It would melt. Yeah. Because I, I know a girl who had one of those like for fun and she went out on a summer day and it got caught on something, and just like stretched until it ripped. Oh, because God. it was just it was melting. It's like, it's not functional, like we said. And, and like, the whole thing was to stop, like, school shootings or whatever. But it was... Yeah, that's where it started. But but it's like, if that's the line between, 
us and Bradley, who's <laughs> just had enough. I don't know. It's the. <laughs> it's, it's it's a silly band-aid bullshit that doesn't help the bigger issue like school shootings yeah because like I, I don't know like I, I like this is something that's been on my mind just thinking of like all the bullshit inane like rules in high school like they made up i'm like what why why was any of it almost felt like it was just so like the they could give like the teachers and the administration like some level of power and their pathetic failures of lives i told y'all about the weird like uh, uh lock on the locker thing that my school did like twice a year didn't i i don't know if i've ever said it on the show i don't, I don't think i've heard this story i, I it rings a bell go, <laughs> it, it go was ahead. like we always called it even when i was there like like glorified fucking like a sh- shyster fundraiser for them just to like get free money from us because like they they'd always tell us, oh, put a lock on your locker, but you know, and have time to like diddle with a lot when we're in between classes. So we were just like, just throw our shit in there and just go, just open it up and go. Nobody ever stole shit. Yeah, but um, we gonna steal our fucking books, like, and I never put anything I was like scared to get jacked in my locker. Ever. Yeah, it's not like you're going to put your yeah. wallet in your yeah. locker. But um, for some fucking reason, twice a year, they were just like. Hey, if we don't see a lock on your locker, we're gonna put a lock on your locker, and then you have to pay us a dollar to take it off. That's that's, that's straight up extortion. That's, they legit <laughs> yep. fucking did that at, on average at least twice a year at where I went to high school. Like, that's fucking stupid. Where, where, where is the PTA? I was just like, man, this is like fuck that. I'm nobody this questioned this shit court. at all. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, it was just I'm dumb. taking it to the highest power in the land. But you know what our high school didn't have? Fucking swimming pool. Or swim team, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a bougie high school. <laughs> like, like when I was, like, in, in high school, we had, like, our swim team was, like, one guy. Literally, I, I was about to say, like, when I was, it might be the same guy, because... I know he was in my sister's grade. Like the swim team was one dude, and he had to go to the university's pool to yeah. practice. And he was actually really good. I think he, I think he did like a lot of like state, um, like level championships. Like huh. shout out to that guy. You know, now that I think about it, I don't think a single fucking uh, shot in this movie was in an actual classroom. No, I mean I'm not saying that was needed for this movie. No, that was. I just just weird to me. Yeah, right. It it was always like hallway. It was the same like hallways. Yeah, yeah. And then like one library slash music room where she was practicing the cello, the pool. The the funny thing is they were filming while classes were in session. They couldn't go in. It's like this room's not blue enough. God damn it! Get the blue light. There were only two shots that were not tinted blue in this movie. There was a (laughs) shot in the hospital. And a shot inside Madison's house. It's symbolism. That's that's on the IMDb page. There are only two shots that are not blue. I mean, that, that's a funny bit. Like literally, the main dude's house is painted blue. And it's like, you know what? Maybe we need more like color theory in movies. Like I feel like this movie should have started with, "Yo, listen up. Here's a story about a little girl who's crazy in this blue world." <laughs> yeah, w- w- re- like crazy frog. Why are you here? <laughs> Lord, <laughs> text your girlfriend's name to five four three two six and find out how compatible you are. Messages may apply. I, I would love a different cut of this movie where, like, he, he just has like a a gazoo, like a little strange creature that only he can see. It's like, 
Well, I don't know, Ben. I think she's a little crazy. <laughs> uh, I, I just, and also, um, I love how um, Madison. You know, the more she gets crazy, like the more she, you know, you know, she's like her, like getting dark circles on her eyes and shit like shit. She's basically uh, David Flair in two thousands WCW. A little bit. <laughs> Hasn't yeah. slept in weeks. <laughs> and by the end, she just take it like a, a Crayola and just go like raccooning her eyes. <laughs> also, what seventeen year old had a goddamn beeper? I, mean, I, I, I mean, granted, like the school was small enough; it was probably a private school. Yeah, I'd about to say like this is a bougie school, so like I, it's reasonable that you know this kid could have a pager, and also like it's a this is some very pointed shot. Check out this hot new pager, kids! Because like whenever there's always like a gratuitous like. You know, this movie sponsored by this random tech thing. So, like, yeah, like I never understood pagers. Like, I, I like it's a thing that people called to let you know to call them. Yeah, essentially, right? Yeah, because like they could send the the number. Yeah, but they couldn't. They didn't have the technology to send the voice over airwaves like that. Yeah. And plus, it th- essentially worked like a radio almost a one way radio. Yeah, and, and plus, like. Uh, this pager was like showing like full blown messages. Yeah. Well, I think this is probably what the tail end of the pager's lifespan. Yeah, very, very tail. Yeah, end. but people were totally texting in two thousand and two. Yeah. yeah, because like, like it's like, like bullshit uh, product placement. Nobody bought whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> yeah, because okay? it's, it's like the first season of The Wire. Like everybody's like using like pagers for drug deals <laughs> but after like the first season it is just that shit's done <laughs> i think it came out the same year as this movie yeah, yeah. hey cinematic universe <laughs> <laughs> shield it <laughs> uh, right. we're coming up on our normal hour time uh do you think we want to keep going or is this gonna uh, be i think we said enough uh, Otto, <laughs> you're you're a water a life <laughs> what did you think of swim fan he did not enjoy it. <laughs> just, not, like, not I've not been angry the whole time. <laughs> you know what? I'm super angry. <laughs> uh, I no. know we have a feud right now, but you know what? Based. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for this one moment, Otto, you are not indeed cringe. I, I told Liz that I had a Twitter beef, and she got so excited at first, and then I told her that it was with Otto. The Otto <laughs> and she's so upset. I just lost all I, in. Interest, like I can y'all. see the face she gave you. <laughs> like, it was funny as fuck. <laughs> it was like it's like he flipped me off, and then he tried to eat my finger with his butt. <laughs> uh, oh well, man! And then him and his bride, they just went back to town. Mm-hmm. Also, Shim, I just want you to know uh-huh. uh, when. It, well, first of all, before we go, uh, does this mean we have to spin the wheel? Yeah, we need to spin the wheel. Okay, so, and could two, someone grab the wheel while yeah. Cannon says the thing. And have we corresponded the numbers with the things? I, I have not set up anything. I have. I still have a list. It'll be. It's good enough for now. So like, I'll just yeah. But you it. have and you have inspired me. Uh, whenever that day comes, whenever we settled on it for the next revolting development. Uh huh. And I think you're going to have a good time. I, it's been a while since I've seen it. Okay. But I remember enjoying it back in the day. And it it's, uh, it stars uh, one of your faves. Oh. So okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I think we should have a good time. All right. 
I'm excited for that. We're going to get the new schedule up soon uh, because as of right now, the only thing we have scheduled for this show is next week's episode, which is a special. We're going to the fucking theater to watch the unbearable yes. way of massive talent. It's, it's, be yes. great. it's the one movie we talk about cage the entire <laughs> yeah. fucking month. Ah, oh, so excited. I mean, like I, I have our last wheel set up as it was so I can go yeah. down. The, yeah. Cause I've, I've got the, the list here too. So we can just, we can, we can just like, We'll just go like. How about this? Since they can't read, I'll read down one through fourteen. What our options are: number one, Batman discussion; number two, Hanks a lot, where we discuss the Tom Hanks film; number three, Shimmy's choice; number four, Caging Greatness joins the Dark Order; number five, worst comic book character; number six, B movie spectacular; number seven, Cannon's choice; number eight, point slash counterpoint WrestleMania review. A good one, yeah. That's a good one. Number nine, top five, top ten watch mojo list. Oh my god, please <laughs> land on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Matt's choice again. Uh, kindergarten cop review, <laughs> Creed retrospective, and lastly, John's choice. I oh, forgot Jojo's choice. I me. forgot right. there's so many good god. fucking options. Okay, spin the wheel. Let's see what we All got. All right, the next uncaged strong spin. Oh. This is for Ooh, all the people, nice missed, was, all the people who missed the oh, wheel during the impression game. Solid fucking spin. What is nine? nine? What is nine? What is it? <laughs> it's top five, top ten. Watch yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! yes! God oh damn my it. god! That's I fuck yes! Oh my god! I, I do indeed believe we wheeled it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> that you know what? That has to be the best spin in the history of spins. <laughs> Never have I wanted a bit to be an actual episode this hard in my life. God. Now, granted, I would have also settled for the WrestleMania um, debate. However, top five, top ten watch mojos. <laughs> oh, let's go! Let's fucking go! God, now we gotta do. Research. <laughs> no, I, dude, I already started. I have at least one. We only need five. Oh, the first one. Like, I watch these stupid lists so Same. much during the week. <laughs> when and, I'm and, and I always get comics. so fucking mad, but I can't just like you can't I stop. Have, can't stop. I just can't stop. It, it, it's just like crack for my eyeballs. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got that to look. Two and uh, <laughs> I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> and uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, please join us next week for the unbearable weight of massive talent, which I am sure is going to be incredible. Yes. And uh, please check out the merch store, tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness. One day we'll add some stuff. I'm really busy. Sorry. Hey, we, we all got stuff there. That's you. the point. Yeah, we got plenty of designs. Um, and yeah, Jojo, where can the people find you on the intranets? Oh, I got you on. <laughs> That's great. Uh, my name is Charles Styles from <laughs> And you can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-I-B-I-24 and John Owens on 12 on Letterboxd. Oh, uh, it's Patrick. Thank you all for listening. Uh, you now have seen the, the, like, the locus point, the origin of how I became a homosexual. <laughs> And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name. And if you're listening to this the week it comes out, on Monday, April 18th, we release episode 259 of All You Can Hear Podcast, where 
AYCH crew, we had a rip-roaring banner session where we talked about the latest Twitter discourses, <laughs> Canon's huge movie haul, our local bug fest, and a whole lot more. Go check that out. And uh, just want to throw this out there. Uh, Ralph, the movie maker, also on Letterboxd, uh, makes YouTube videos, did a video about a little show called uh, Mystery Diners. That's where this bit started. Anyway, I have been that Canon guy. You can follow me at that Canon guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Goodreads, and TikTok. Check them out. I think I'm doing some good stuff on there. I think I'm funny at least 60% of the time. That being said, hi, I'm Charles Styles, and welcome to Mystery <laughs> Diners. For Mystery Diners. I fucked up the bit. I'm Charles Styles, Mystery Diners. Charles Styles, Mystery Diners. Charles Styles, Mystery Diners. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's your boy Shimmy, and I want to go home. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at uh, Captain Shimmy's kind of art, Captain Shimmy's almost music, Captain Shimmy's toy box. I draw shit, I make music shit, I take pictures of action figures. Um, uh, all the songs you've heard on the shows, that you know, mostly mine. If you want a song for your shit, fuck it, call me. I I got stuff. Uh, we'll figure something out. I work cheap as hell. Uh, you can also find me at Holding the comic down at three. <laughs> yeah. You can also find me at the comic strip where uh, we have comics. A lot of good stuff. Coming up on May 7th is our free comic book day. Biggest day of the year. It's going to be a good time. That's a Saturday from 10 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock at night. A lot of special guests, including uh, later on in the month, we're going to have a special guest. We'll be talking more about that soon, but someone who was going to join us before wasn't able to. Looks like we've got them rescheduled for the end of the month here on Cajun Greatness. Yeah, I'm happy to announce I'm making my special appearance on Cajun Greatness at the end of May. Yep. Special guest Pat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's but actually, it's going to be AYCH Pat. Oh, God. Which, you know, I'm pretty calm and collected on AYCH. You know, comparatively, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and yeah, thank you all, three of you, for listening to the show. It's been insane. And we will see you next time. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening. And I am also that guy from the goddamn Food Network. Hi, Charles Stiles. Yeah, Mystery Diners. Charles Stiles, Mystery Diners. Charles Stiles, Mystery Diners. Charles Stiles, Mystery Diners. Charles Stiles, Mystery Diners. We at Caging Greatness officially apologize. Goodbye, Good night. Good night. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. 